Welcome to the Why Not Us podcast. We're just a few dudes navigating life and talking about it. Thanks for listening. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, a special night because it's uh, episode six. Let's say that Dale's Pale Ale. Here we go. Uh, yeah. So you guys are familiar with this beer, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oscar Blues. Yeah, so Oscar Blues, located in Colorado, Austin, Texas, and, as you know, Brevard, North Carolina. Joey would have got to go gone there uh, if he was on my bachelor party, but he was doing bigger things. Uh, you know, he was at the basketball tournament, March Madness, for the women's basketball. But uh, we actually got to go there. Uh, for a tour and hang out at the brewery in Brevard for a while. And I think there's an image or a video of me uh, wearing the Oscar Blues canned costume and dancing around, which is really fun. Maybe that, maybe Jordan, I think, has it somewhere. So if you send it, we'll throw it up in the in the edit. But uh, I, I remember getting I remember getting the video of it. Don't worry. <laughs> so Dale's Pale Ale, uh, it's an American Pale Ale, six and a half percent. And this one is one of the OGs in craft beer. And Oscar Blues was actually the first craft beer to go in a can. Uh, so they actually started the movement for craft breweries to go into the can, which is pretty cool. As opposed to the bottle? Yeah. Yeah. So I they missed the, something. I, I don't know. I figured that was the only other option, but I was like, I don't know enough about <laughs> that. A lot of the first fun fact of the day. Yeah, a lot of the bigger breweries, uh, you know, the Coors Lights of the world and a lot of those breweries, I think, were already in the can. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was only a handful of those, you know, or maybe two. Um, mm-hmm. And then you had like Coke uh, that was in a can as well. So, you know, I think at the time there wasn't any craft breweries uh, in a can, but Oscar Blue started the movement. Uh, and Dale's Pale Ale is kind of named after one of their uh, initial founders of the company. Dale starts with a K, his last name. I don't know what that is, but fun fact for you. How you guys doing? Well, now we're educated. Great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, Feeling a little bit left out on the mustache deal. Joey uh, shaved his off and I kept mine. I mean, I was, I I literally did it Monday morning. I was thinking to myself, you know what? I don't want to deal with this right now. So I got rid of it. But people don't know why well, we had mustache at the bachelor party. Exactly. We, it was you, me, and the clergy. So yeah. so uh, we'll throw up the image of you and your mustache in the in the video. Yeah, there you go. And as you guys uh, can see, we got some merch from the party here. Yeah, maybe we should start selling these dope hats or just like start designing stuff for bachelor parties. Uh for bachelor Dude, Jones, golf is that trips. not a is that not a business we should start? I, I think we did. Mm. Uh, swag for custom swag for bachelor parties us three we can all do that uh, so just reach out to us and we'll we'll get it going. that actually is a good idea as opposed to the many bad ideas we try <laughs> to come up with for restaurants all weekend <laughs> oh my gosh uh we've got a lot to talk about for the bachelor party and that that one was one of the most <laughs> i think that was like the most fun i had was walking around and talking about bad ideas in the neighborhood <laughs> So what we did one night, Jordan uh, was like, hey, you guys want to take a walk in the neighborhood? So all seven of us just walked around the neighborhood there in Ocean Isle Beach. And we We were missing one, but we won't say their name. It was not everybody, but almost everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we were missing one. So we were uh, were walking around and talking about our worst ideas for a business. And mostly they were restaurants, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was restaurant bad, restaurant ideas. Yeah. And it all started, I think, with Joey's idea, which he thought was probably a good idea, but the barrel of bacon. Oh, yeah, that is a good idea. It absolutely is. Again, that's not a bad idea, but that's exactly how it started. The bacon grab. So that's how the whole thing started. Ross Jolly and I had the bacon grab idea. I can't like take full, full credit for it, but. So you don't have any IP on that, so we probably can't we probably can't say too much about your bacon grab idea. Yeah, but it involves uh, the customer grabbing uh, a handful of bacon out of a barrel uh, with a glove. I might add, so it's san- sanitary. Yep. <laughs> Joey was <laughs> rattling them off, rattling. That, uh, off oh right. yeah, that great idea by me decided uh, evolved into us coming up with terrible ideas for restaurants. Yeah, and, the clergy uh, was like, we just need to, let's talk about bad ideas. How about that? Yeah, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So our walk was uh, not dull, to say the least. No. Y'all were giving Jordan some some crap about it, but I thought the cheese, the grilled cheese truck was a great idea. The name, I think, probably needs a little bit of work, but the grilled cheese food truck, I thought was good. Yeah, I mean, it's been done. I think that's more or less why it was a bad idea. That's true. For sure, for sure. Yeah, but, it's been done. But maybe I think it's there's like, a market for Joey's wedding themed restaurant. People <laughs> love there's there's people out there that love going to weddings. I think there's a market for that. Dude, I, like I said, these were bad ideas, but like some of them are out there. Like, you know, that bug themed one I was came up with, like insect that I was talking about that in the group chat, but that one, the uh bathroom themed one, like, you know, I think that could be a thing. So. Yeah, so you so you sit down on a toilet seat at your booth. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and maybe like your entry like the the main entry to get into the restaurant is like a porta john yeah you gotta walk through the porta john yeah, that would be the front door we didn't even talk about that yeah. yeah but yeah. imagine us like just walking around late night just coming up with terrible ideas for restaurants that we think nobody would actually enjoy um yeah. and then coming up with food items for the restaurants based on these terrible ideas we had so uh it was a lot of fun and a lot of laughs were had Bachelor parties in your 30s right there, folks. That's it, yeah. Instead of going out to the tiki bar down the street, we were walking around the neighborhood just checking out all the cool houses and talking about bad restaurant ideas. (laughs) I mean, we had a couple long days, guys. A couple long days of golf. um, A couple days of drinking. And, you know, let's let's be real. We're in our mid-30s, and we just can't do it like we were in our mid-20s. And, you know, we get down there, we're just trying to, like, hang out. You know, we're not trying to just, like, not hang out with each other. And, True. Uh, True. I thought going on a walk was a great idea. Well, we none, got of walk- were, like, none of us were chasing girls or anything. Yeah, a couple kind of cold beverages, yeah. some bad ideas. What else do you need, you know? Tons of food. We ate tons of food. I still am full from this weekend. Yeah, let's talk about the foods that you brought it up. Uh, so, the casserole, the breakfast casseroles you guys had, I saw make every single one of those while mm-hmm. doing his fantasy draft i said his name so i'm gonna have to bleep it out uh <laughs> excuse me the clergy uh so when i was there in charlotte he was doing his fantasy draft which joey you were on that draft as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh you know sorry the clergy was <laughs> given given his wife instruction from doing the fantasy draft and she was asking quite those are a couple intense moments but they worked it all out did a fantastic job delicious so i have to bleep that out too but uh she did awesome uh at that i thought what'd you guys think of them they were great 
They were great. Uh, Jordan's fiance made ham sandwiches that were also delicious. Um, but yeah, those those casseroles, we had them every morning, like all three mornings. I think we got to give a shout out to all the people that planned this awesome trip. I wasn't Absolutely. much of a part of it, uh, but a lot of planning and thought went into it. Uh, and it was just like went off flawlessly, I thought. Oh, it went yeah. off great. It's And it, it cultivated the ideas that this is something that we should do every year because we all kind of don't live necessarily too close to each other but like we need we need to see each other at least once or twice a year if we can yeah a couple of you dudes are able to just like go on the weekends and play golf yeah, but yeah. a lot of us other guys kind of live you know four or five hours joey you're probably six eight sometimes mm-hmm. a away uh which you did fly in any any flight trouble um Scared, right no, no, no. We were we were American Airlines. Um, okay, let's hear about it. Well, the pod. I uh, yeah, I decided to take a later flight. Um, night before, they gave me a four hundred dollar credit, so I said, "Screw it, I'm gonna take a later flight." <laughs> so instead of me getting home at like we'll say five o'clock, I ended up getting home at ten o'clock. Um, my last flight was delayed by an hour, so that kind of stunk. But it was maybe an hour and a half. Um, so it was a lot of sitting at airports most of the day, but um, I also. On my last flight, I'm standing there for those wrestling fans, and um, I see this big, massive dude. And I'm like, wait a second, that guy's a professional wrestler. And I got a lot up closer, and I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's name is Omis. That is his professional wrestling name. And then, sure enough, literally 10 seconds later, this little guy walks up, and that's Finn Balor. And um, I'm like, do I talk to these guys? They probably don't want to, like, talk to me. And I'm like, well, I wonder what they're doing in my airport. And this is in Washington, D.C., might I add. So I'm in, I'm in Dulles. And um, – I look it up and I'm like, oh, wait, the, the event's in Pittsburgh on Monday night. Monday Night Raw is in Pittsburgh. I'm like, these guys are going to be on my flight. Um, and I kind of overheard them kind of talking about this flight and the gate change. We got changed gates like three or four times in this little area. There's like eight gates and it just kept bouncing around. And um, I texted my cousin, who is a big WWE guy, watches like every week. And uh, he's like, look, man, my son, so my, I guess technically – my cousin's son, some I don't know how we're related, but um, so he's a big Omus fan. His favorite is Omus. You got to go up and talk to him and get a picture. And I'm like, look, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be, you know, in the airport snapping selfies. I don't want to be asking for autographs. But the moment he told me I needed to do that, and especially for his son Thomas, I was like, screw it, I'm gonna do it. Walked up to them and I was like, hey guys, like, can I get a photo? And they like hesitated for a second. And uh, Finn Balor's like Irish, Jordan. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. He's like something like that. He's like, sure. And almost is also not American either. Um, he was like, sure. And uh, so I, I, I throw the camera up, snap my selfie and all my, Oh life. man, that is so, awesome. Um, We're going to throw that. You got to send that to me too. Cause I got to throw that in the edit. I, know, I didn't I know you did that. You That's awesome. Chat. I texted, texted Tyler on the side um, or the dentist, we should call him. And Cause he's a fan of wrestling. He, he thought it was great. And I texted a couple other people who I knew would appreciate it. So um, yeah, I met a couple celebrities in the airport and then funny story i get off the plane in pittsburgh and the gate agent is also somebody i know as i walk it out um a former co-worker of mine katya so it was just funny because she recently started working there and uh she tells us all the time she works the night shift and i got in at like 10 o'clock and she was at my gate it was wow. random. so what a uh, trip home her, got a photo with her too i could send you that one as well um but as i dropped my pin here but um, yeah, it was uh, quite the night. Obviously, I spent about twelve hours in an airport, but um, whatever. It was great for the four hundred dollar credit I got. <laughs> what and time I did you? Be, so if I had somewhere to be, I could have gotten in five six hours earlier. But 
Um, long story short here, uh, it's not very short at this point, but um, it was quite the day of travel. What time did you end up getting getting home, like in the bed? I don't know, like 10, 30, 11, maybe? I, at that point, it, it was all like like a blur to me. There was Joey no, made money on this trip. Yeah. We right? didn't go to the casino, and Joey made money. Awesome. Uh, $400 in flight credit, so. I mean, that'll pay for the next trip, right? Exactly. I mean, that's probably two or three trips if you're on American Airlines. I mean. Yeah. So, no, can't complain at all about it. So that's great. Well, we had a blast at Jordan's bachelor party, a lot of golf, uh, only a couple birdies, um, and a lot of beer. (laughs) (laughs) And let me just say, Jordan, I want to see first, like, what did you just think about the overall trip? And then I think we should go into specific about each of the courses we played and talk a little bit about those. Uh, we all played awful. We'll just go ahead and say that I had one decent round, but we had a blast otherwise, but Jordan, what do you think of the overall trip in general? I thought it went off with, without a hitch. Um, I've been on several golf trips the last couple of years, and the people you're with make it because you have a mixture of people. It's even a mixture of good golfers. You have a mixture of people who play regularly but maybe don't, like, lose interest throughout or whiskey pulls get them. Um and then you have some people who maybe don't really play golf at all. And that's like kind of what makes it. You kind of mix and match people together. Um, we literally got there on Thursday, unloaded all of our cars. The four, like the, the there was four of us. There, there was the uh, the clergy and Jones and then me and my buddy Zach um, that, live, that lives a couple, um, couple minutes away from me. We literally unload the car, pull up, and we all hit the fairway. We found a course for $30 and we were just going to try to play as many holes as possible before we go pick up Joey from the airport. And we all hit the fairway off the first day. Bombed down the fairway too. It was like, man, we can play golf here. And Zach got in the car and he goes, literally, that might be the best tee box I've ever seen on a golf trip. He goes, I was so nervous because I had no clue what type of golfers anybody was. And he was like, I, we all hit the fairway. And he was like, I've never seen that before. And I'm like, yeah, that usually doesn't happen. Someone is going to like bleed one off or top it because we literally were in the car for three and a half hours. That did happen. Jones had been in the car for 12 hours in the last 24. Yeah, Joey missed that round. We had to go pick him up at the airport later that night. Uh, so we played a round of golf. We had to end our round. I think it was at like hole 15 or something like that. So we could have enough time to go get Joey and bring him back, uh, which we saved you probably. A couple hundred bucks on an Uber, I would imagine, <laughs> coming from Myrtle. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been would, hundred bucks each way. I looked it up. No, yeah. I told Joey we would pick him up. Somebody would get him. We got him. Yeah, and we got him, and it was a blast to be in the car with him. The Chipotle when we got there was great, except you had already had the King. Yeah, stopped at Chipotle. I had already eaten Burger King Airport, which I knew, but you know what? We had a nice little trip to uh, our chateau. And, uh, yeah, it was great. Um, what was the name of that first course we played, Jordan? Was it Sea Trail? Thistle. Oh, yours was Sea Trail something. The Sea yeah. Trails um, Sea Trails Resort. We played. We were supposed to play the Willard Bird course, and we get to the starter, and the starter's like, what course you play? What course you guys want to play? And we're like, which one's the best? And he was like, Reese Jones, go this way. So we ended up paying $30 for one course when the other course was probably like 55 for like twilight hours. So it was great. So yeah, I thought it was awesome. Other than like the greens being super slow, I thought the course was in really great shape for especially 
you know, being $30 or whatever we ended up paying. Uh, and our, you know, when we got there, I remember us, like we were getting their stuff in their, uh, stuff in their, um, uh, cart and we saw that sign. It was like, no, uh, no coolers allowed. And I was like, oh boy, we're in trouble. And so all we weekend pack- long, everyone was yeah. so cool about bringing coolers in. We pack the cooler anyways. Like if he tells yeah. us to put it back in the car, like so be it. We'll take it back to the car, but we're just going to try it. And I've always got golf bag whiskey anyway. So if they, if they made us put our cooler in the car, at least we'd still have the golf bag whiskey to take some pulls from. But everybody was super cool about it, yeah. which was great. Um, and the next day we played, was it Thistle Country Club? Was that the official name of it? Thistle Golf Club in Sunset Beach. Yep. That place was probably the nicest course I've ever played. It was it was in great condition. Um, I think it ranks around 75th in the state of North Carolina. A couple episodes back, we told you there was like 600 courses in North Carolina. So, yeah, in the top 100. Um, anybody can play it. It's public. Uh, they have three, three nine holes. Uh, we played Stewart first and then McKay second. And they have a third called Cameron. Um, which I think is a little further off. I think Stuart McKay flowed the best. Like it literally, it was so easy. We didn't have to really drive far. It wasn't far between them. Um, and I feel like there was probably water or some type of water uh, area on like 15 of the 18 holes oh, or something. Yeah. Like that. There's a lot of water. Yeah. I think I had, I had the water on three and the bunkers on the first three of the nine. I was like six of the first nine. I was in some sort of hazard of sorts. Yeah, and you had to hit it over the water. It wasn't just like the water was hanging out. Like you had yeah. to go over it a lot of, you know, most times that it was on, on the hole. And uh, Jordan, when we walked into the into the country club there, uh, Jordan noticed some images up on the wall of Tracy Staller, like a mess jersey and a few other things. And Jordan was like, "This whoever owns this has to be from Wise or Wise County or something. Yeah. They had all this that, Tracy Stallard and Carol Dale stuff. And I'm like, that's two legends from Southwest Virginia. I mean, Tracy Stallard from Cover and Carol Dale's from Wise. Um, yeah. Like Tracy Stallard pl- pitched major baseball. He gave up the 61st home run to Roger Maris when he set the record. Um, and then Carol Dale won two Super Bowls of the Green Bay Packers, was the first ever All-American at Virginia Tech as a tight end. And they're both from where Jones and I are from. And I'm like – this makes no sense. This person's got to be from like back home. Yeah. And sure so I asked the lady, asked the lady at the front desk, I was like, you know, who owns this course? And she, she had an accent from like, uh, uh, from Europe somewhere. I couldn't tell if it was like an Irish accent or a British accent, but, uh, she said, I believe the Davises own it. And I was like, you mean Jack Davis? And she was like, yeah, I don't know the names. And I was like, it has to be Jack Davis. So I get back in the cart uh, after Joey was picking his nose there in the, in the lobby. Um, <laughs> I, got it on, got I, it on video, baby. I Google it. And sure enough, it's Jack Davis. And I didn't know he owned course, a course over there. I knew he owned some in Florida. Um, but I think he has a, a, a pretty decent portfolio of golf courses now, but that one was yeah so i think he got it in a foreclosure or something they bought it what we looked up like they'd bought it off of like somebody that went bankrupt or something they must have got a great deal and i think the course was like in kind of bad shape when they bought it and they've got it back in great condition 
Yeah, this is not a course that's going to cost $30 to go play, uh, just by the way. This one, I think, was around like $120. Uh, but for a really nice course, totally worth it. Uh, the greens were like lightning fast. Uh, the first couple holes, I mean, Joey was in my group, and I was just blowing it by the hole. Uh, and, I, and that was know, while the dew was still on, and they only got faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had had a couple bad holes just because I couldn't putt. Uh, I think Sergeant, with Jones, if you hadn't played that course the day before, it might not have been as difficult for you. I think you were compared to that early on. Yeah. yeah. You were struggling a lot with your putter for the first nine holes. Yeah, and I still shot, I think, an 82 or 83 or something like that. That was the best round I had the whole the whole weekend. Yeah, you still played great. I think for, we all played the best on Friday. And then Saturday, yeah. it was like we yeah. all wore down. Yeah, I'd agree Absolutely. with that. Um, and we had we had the speaker rolling. We had some 90s hip-hop going uh, in our group. I don't know what you guys were listening to, but we were freaking blasting it the whole time. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the one of the funnest times I've had playing golf on a nice course, a great group to play with, good tunes in the background. Whiskey Pool Friday, man. That's when yeah. my that's when my uh, round fell apart. And I oh yeah. Playing. Let's talk about the golf carts. That might have been the most comfortable oh, seat I've had in a golf cart, dude. That that was Very insane. Nice. It was I like felt- the seats that you, that you see in these like golf carts on country clubs or like beach golf carts like it was like luxury seats they'd all oh, don't yeah. have that they're like purple black and like white purple and black yeah right? it was like the colors of the course yeah yeah and the uh gps on the cart was crazy because you yeah spot on and you could like touch points on the fairway or to the pin or whatever and you could get the exact distance. And I've never seen like a touch to distance on a GPS like that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I you thought gotta was get really you cool. one of those speakers that Zach has, one of those Bushnell speakers. Man, that was cool too. <laughs> that was really cool. He drives up to the car and he's got the Bushnell speaker or whatever, and it automatically tells you the distance to the pin. Or, he's got like a little clicker in his pocket that he uses for his ball marker and he'll click it and it'll be like it'll tell you when that happens. Yeah, he and I were never in the same group, and I know you guys talked about that. So when you when you pulled up, you stopped and pressed the button, it would tell you how far you were. Okay. Yeah. He like uses it as his ball marker and he'll like click it and it'll like tell you front, middle, back. That's great. That was a that's a Christmas gift that I'm gonna be asking for for sure. Uh but also like 18 birdies is a free thing to use. Uh, yeah. and it works great too. Yeah, no free ads, but we use that all weekend. <laughs> yeah, no free ads. We all but... use it. Yeah, every round we every round I play, that's what I keep my score in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can actually go follow us uh, if you'd like to. Uh, you can follow our handles on 18 birdies and see what we're shooting on the weekends. Going to see some high scores on there, but um, I was just saying it's not good, but <laughs> it's not great. Uh, Jordan keeps up with all of his stats, I do not. Um, I do too. I always forget, uh, but I think it's fun to do that. Uh, let's talk about Glenn Dornick. I thought that course, although it was super nice, it was freaking I mean, hard. As I mean, there's a tree in the middle of a hole. Who puts a tree there? That was, what, 16? The guy told us to stay left. We really didn't know what he meant. He didn't really say there was a tree in the middle of fairway. Man. No, that... but you can see it when you get up there, you know. Yeah. And it was, like, that... deceiving, too. It's like you thought the green, like, came out behind it. No, there was like 45 yards after the tree to the green. So, like, you really didn't yeah. know what the distance was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so, such a hard course. Uh, I, I still had fun. I didn't have fun, like, playing golf. 
because I played so poorly. But other than that, the whole time, I mean, it was fun. We we were able – that was the only time we were able to, like, link up on the tee boxes because it was kind of a slow day. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talked about pace of play before on, on our podcast, and it was just one of those, like, slow days. It was hot. I mean, I was soaking wet. You the know, bugs. The bugs were the worst. The bugs ate us alive except for Jordan. They couldn't get through the and, nest on Jordan. Yeah. Um. But, you know, the golf wasn't great, but I thought we had a good time. We were all taking whiskey pulls, you know, in between. Uh, in between had holes. to. Yeah, had to. We were, we were playing so bad, the course was eating us up, literally <laughs> and, and figuratively. Yeah. Um, but the, the course is right on the sound there in Little Little River, South Carolina, I think is what that's called. Right. Um, and there yeah. was boats going. It was beautiful. Boats going up and down the sound all, you know, the whole day. Uh, father of twins had an approach shot on number nine as he gets his club about right here. A big horn goes off on a boat and he just doesn't hit the tiger stop. He just goes all the way through, shanks it. Um, I'm like, hit another one, dude. Like, I mean, what what are you supposed to do there? Dude, a lot of plug balls on that course, right, Jordan? A lot of plug it balls. It was wet. It was, I don't know why it was so wet. I had a couple plug balls. Joey makes fun of me. They were plugged. He saw two. Jordan was the only one to have plug balls all day, but there were like five or six of them, folks. I had one of them, Jones caught on film on that par three. That ball plugged. Oh, yeah. Bit. It certainly did. He caught it on film. It plugged. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it sure no, did. I, uh, Tyler had one plug on that hole. Remember, we found it. I will say that. He did have one we plug. Did. On it. We did. We did. But yeah, that's one of those courses you would want to play probably a few times, just to like figure out where to hit the ball because you have so many blind shots. I put it best. He would play that court. Beep. Clearly, you <laughs> put it as uh, I would you pay that struggle course. with that. I wish it's hard. I think because so we hard. saw him all weekend and we just said his name. Yeah, uh, he goes. I'll play that course for thirty dollars to play it again at the price of seventy because I know what I'm doing. Yeah, and that was a good point. Yeah, I think that it was like seventy five dollars to play there, um, and it was like, yeah, it was it was linksy. Uh, you could yeah. you could definitely tell that. I mean, I've never played a links style course before, uh, but what I've seen from a links style course, it definitely felt like you were uh -huh. on. Yeah, it had a little bit of like. Um, well, we found out after I completely was wrong last week. It was a. Uh, Donald Ross inspired course, uh, not designed. So it had a little bit of Pinehurst vibes of there was a lot of like waste hazards. There wasn't any really out of bounds on that course. There was a little bit, but a lot of it was just carry waste hazards, uh, the tree in the middle of the fairway, a lot of turtleback greens that made it more difficult with the like link style. And plus we had also had been having some, um cold snacks throughout the whole week uh we already had some of us had like almost 36 holes already under our belt um it was it made for an already longer time yeah that's uh that's a course you need to be good off the tee uh get off the tee on because if you're not i mean you're just going to be in trouble I, I was in the hazard like all day it was just really frustrating hey give our buddy zach credit zach was kind of off on his tee shots, but he punched out and I think shot the best that day. He like yeah. scrambled his way to the to to whatever he shot. Yeah, I can't even remember what I shot. It was probably I think uh, most of us were in the nineties. Well, no, I was like one ten plus e easy. Oh yeah, we had a little match going, Joey and I. Yeah, Jones beat me and we. I let him give me uh 
15 strokes. I let him really challenge himself. Um, and it took me about 30, but, um, you know, I told him I wanted a challenge. That's why I, I tried to do it that way. And I think he probably caught up to me on the front nine. Honestly, I think I was already down after nine holes, even though he gave me 15 strokes. So, <laughs> uh, I was playing pretty good on the front nine, the first few holes. Like, again, it was just like a few putts that were just, I couldn't figure out the greens. I didn't do a lot of, uh, practicing on the green or anything before, but the bag nine, I was just, you know, I probably had a few too many uh, pulls of the the old golf bag whiskey and uh, got a little too relaxed there and started hitting it, hitting it in the hazard. I did find like 30 golf balls. We'll show that picture. We'll show the picture. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll put that in the edit, but I spent some time in the woods and I saw all these golf balls just laying there and I'm like, I just cannot leave them there. I don't know. There's something in my, in my brain. that's just like, you got to go get them. We'll preface that for the folks listening. Um, Joey, uh, my buddy Tyler and I were in the group of three behind the, uh, or the group of four behind the, the fivesome or the threesome was foursome behind us. Uh, the father twins is in our group as well. Uh, we were ready to tee off and here comes Ryan in his bright orange fishing shirt, hundred yards back to go hit his ball. Cause he was up in the woods finding balls for somebody else who lost theirs. I was like, I've got time. I mean, they're, you know, the other guys are probably just like right up we're in front of us. We're just standing there waiting. <laughs> I saw y'all had hit and I thought I'd heard a ball hit the fairway. And I was like, uh, wait, I need to get out of here probably. They're waiting on me. Yeah. And he comes out of nowhere. I mean, hundred yards back from where he was at. The whole, uh, multiple <laughs> holes. There's like five holes that happened. Oh man. Well, we had fun. I think, you know, Thistle obviously was top notch uh, out of the three. You know, definitely. Yeah. And I would, I would honestly – I would put – I know, Joe, you didn't get to play Sea Trails, but I would have put Sea Trails before Glendornick uh, if the greens were a little bit faster. The greens were pretty slow on that course. They lost was, a couple of the greens. There was like some um, – fungus kind of growing and that's expected this time of year i mean myrtle beach golf even though both courses were in north carolina um myrtle beach golf just there's so many people out there 12 months out of the year but it was like beautiful pretty pretty open you know like a fun course to play although i recorded a nine and a triple on the first uh nine we played that wasn't fun but other than that the course was great i thought it was a par three before that course. I think I heard a, you boys like golf, you're going to love this. And then the par four after that, uh, the wheels just ran off the track. Yeah, it was, it was bad. What do you think, Joey? Of uh, what? Everything. Thistle or Glenn Dornick, which one oh, do you like best? For me, it was Thistle. It was the first day, man. I, I mean, yeah. Glenn Dornick was fun. Don't get me wrong, but. I don't know. We just played so poorly. It, it like, I guess, tainted it a little bit for us, you know? I don't know. I, I mean, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. I just – I thought and, – and as far as niceness goes, it was for sure Thistle. It was way nicer than Glenn Dornick. Um, and for those trying to – that are like, oh, $120 for golf or whatever we paid, I don't know what it was. It was well worth it, like you said. Yeah, I thought um, so too. You know, well, and range said, balls people, are included. The club yeah, get there. Get there in time. Yeah, that 120 includes range balls. Um, yeah. But we had fun. It was just a good time. It was a good overall weekend. I think I drank a little too much the first day, but that's usually how I happens to me. <laughs> um, took a nice nap for a couple hours there. And then 
the next a couple day, of like, hours. Yeah. It was more like five hours. No, we I was like hours, I think. And then everyone else took a nap the next day. I had to go to the beach by myself. It was, it was crazy. Oh, uh, we did follow. We did it. We was on the yeah. beach like five yeah, hours. Joey, Joey went to the beach by himself. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, man, we had a great time. We had a great time. So uh, let's talk about the shrimp boil. Oh yeah, that. How about that? The first night, Fantastic. that was fun. Uh, so the clergy uh, spent a lot of time on that uh, with the prep and everything, and uh, we got back from playing thistle, uh, and I think he pretty well immediately started, didn't he? We went to the beach first. No, we, we went to the beach, beach. like maybe four hours, and he was like, uh, "Guys, we got to get that water boiling." Yeah, to move quickly after that. I pegged us uh, for eating at like nine o'clock. I think we were eating by eight. So we did pretty yeah. good on that front. Uh, we were playing hook and ring for a long time. Uh, one well, of my we favorite, everything to finish up. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite little games to play. Uh, if you don't know what hook and ring is, it's got a little, there's a little hook uh, in front of you with a ring on a string and you got to try to hook the, the ring on the hook. Pretty simple, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, so we did that for a while and we did the, the whole deal. So when the food was done, it comes out on the picnic table and newspaper and everything. And we all just kind of sat around on the, uh, at the table and ate. We actually prayed before. That was fun, too. We did. We did. Uh, we blessed the God. food. Yeah, blessed the food. And uh, we went to town. I don't even remember that. I, I well, was... yeah, you, 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 uh, you were drinking a lot. You were not quiet most of the time. Um, you're a talker when you get drunk for those that I don't know Jordan. I am. He I'm bounced sure. back. He bounced back. I bounced back. Yeah, you don't remember us praying? <laughs> no. No. It was a nice prayer. And I yeah. summed it up at the end. I, I, I finished it off for us. So Yeah, it was great. Uh so that was good. The the, the, the pizza. That was great. Uh y'all weren't fans of it, but the clergy, let me just no, say I this. Thought it was shit. <laughs> The clergy says that the Mediterranean was his favorite out of the four. It was it was good. Um, and Jordan, tell him what you ordered? Jordan, you know we were on the we were on the beach, and Jordan was doing this, and I was like, I'm just going to order something. And Jordan's like, Yeah, do the Mediterranean. <laughs> Everybody will like that. And I was thinking, uh, Okay, uh, it's Every, Jordan's weekend. It, it went over well. Um, we probably should have got a meat lovers or a pepperoni for Joey. Probably. Um, if we did it over, we'd probably do that. Yeah. But uh, do you want to tell them about your pizza here in the last yeah. uh, two minutes so, we have left on this? So I've been I've been eating the plant-based diet for a couple months now. So I got a, a pizza with no cheese. And what did I get on it? Eggplant and pineapple and onion and spinach. And it had like eight toppings. Yeah, it had a bunch of toppings. It was certainly the most expensive pizza by a dollar or two. Uh, but it was delicious. And Luke had some, the clergy had some. All right. So I wasn't the only one that ate it. Um, but it was good. I thought it, it was too much flop. If I was going to rate it, I would probably say 5.8. Yeah. Uh, if it was a little bit more done, if they was just left in the oven a little bit longer, I'd probably be in the sevens on it because it did have pretty good flavor, but a floppy mess. Uh, and I think most of all of them were. No, they were. They were. And I, like I said, I just am a cold blooded American and just want some meat and cheese on my pizza. And I couldn't get any of that. You got um, a plain, you got a plain cheese, Joey. Plain cheese. And it was like you said, it was fine pizza. It wasn't great. Um, but again, I, like we had so much food all weekend, everyone listening. Like 
I just ate all weekend. Like Jordan's fiance also made these pretzels that were like seasoned that were delicious. Like that I just I probably I'm not kidding. I ate probably half the thing. Oh, the whole thing was gone. And it was gone. It was like a Yeah. We had nutter butters. Um I know we're running out of time here, but we had nutter butters, you know, like Oreos. We crushed them. Gatorades, we had everything we needed, man. Shout out to uh, the clergy for prepping all that stuff and getting it all ready and had everything planned out. And he's uh, that's who he is too, man. He's yeah. he's just good at that stuff. So yeah, yeah. And we'll be right back. And here's a word from our sponsors. Sorry to interrupt the program, but we wanted to let you know that Why Not Us is brought to you by Lincoln Road Roastery, based in Kentucky. Lincoln Road is a coffee roastery and cold brew coffee and tea brewery. If you want good coffee, sparkling tea, or kombucha, look no further than Lincoln Road. They have locations in Northern Virginia and Pikeville, Kentucky, or you can also visit their website at lincolnroad.coffee to receive coffee every month, and you can also check out some of the cool merch they have as well. Lincoln Road reminds us all to drink good coffee and do good things. Use code WHYNOTUSPOD to receive 10% off of your order. Back to the program. We're back. We're back. The gang is back. Uh, so overall, great weekend. Clergy, and I almost said his name, but I didn't. Do you guys like that? We don't have to bleep that out. Uh, fantastic job if you're listening. He does catch up from time to time. And if he does catch up, he's watching like three episodes in a row. Yeah, but very appreciative of him. He did, he did a wonderful job. So We always get good feedback from him as well on the pod. Uh, which we we take his ideas and feedback seriously, which we take everybody's feedback seriously, as we should. Um, but yeah, I thought he did a great job, Jordan. I know you were a big part of the planning process, obviously as well. Y'all had a spreadsheet going, uh, you had a Google Doc going or something like that, and had a meeting with the the, the wives and all that, and Jess and we had a um, a Costco trip on Saturday before a round at Mooresville. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, good Although time. the one thing we did drop the ball on, sorry to bring this up, Jake, but we had one roll of toilet Beep. paper in the entire house all weekend. But we made it through. Yeah, for the listeners out there, seven guys in a house made it through with one roll of toilet paper. There was some baby wipes. There's some dude wipes involved. Um, no free ads, but dude wipes are great. Plenty of roles at the Thistle Golf Club. I don't know why someone just didn't take one. They were talking about it in the bathroom. No one grabbed one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we dropped. We should have done that, but that's like, no, this is kind of funny, but that's what our players would do in the hotel rooms on the road trips. They didn't want to <laughs> buy. They didn't want to buy toilet paper, so they would take them for their them. dorm. Yes, for their, their apartment, yes. Yeah, from the hotel. Or they would do that or take the breakfast cereal a lot, Jones, that came in those little small boxes. Isn't that funny? Those were times before these NIL deals, folks. Well, and no, the girls aren't really getting the NIL deals that the guys are getting that you see. Um, yeah, anyway, but they true. were getting they were getting money, Jordan. Remember, they were still getting $1,500, $2,000 a semester. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, shout out, shout money. out, clergy's wife on the dude wipes. That saved me a few times. So, uh, measures clergy did good on that. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's talk about the house real quick. I thought the house was a, a good selection. Uh, great little, great little spot, uh, right across the bridge on Ocean Isle. Uh, if you were somebody that was going to like walk around and do stuff at Ocean Isle, which there's not like a ton to do, but you're mm -hmm. basically right there at it at the house we stayed in. 
which we can probably link that house in there on our YouTube yeah. uh, description uh, as well. But I thought it was great. It had four bunk beds uh, in one bedroom. And then there were three bedrooms that had queen beds, uh, two bathrooms, two full bathrooms. And it had a crow's nest, which that is a new term for me, which Jordan very much liked. We spent some time on top of the house there on the crow's nest deck. Um, Y'all were crushing those sourdough pretzels up there. We were. Those and some beverages. Uh, it was like a 100-yard walk to the beach, straight up the beach access. We didn't have to take any turns. Oh, yeah. That was great. The only, the only complaint I have about the whole trip are the daggone bugs. Oh, God is good. God is, I mean, my legs are in horrible shape. Currently. Yeah. No, and I just say the water was great. The beach was good temperature. It wasn't super hot. Um, yeah, we had a good time, guys. We, we yeah, it was it like uh, probably mid eighties or yeah, uh, yeah, most of the time, and we it didn't have like second day of golf, but yeah, yeah, nobody got sunburned. We all used sunscreen. Uh, we were smart. We lathered up. We rubbed it on each other's backs. You know, we're helping our brothers out. Some of us out. wore sweatshirts at the beach, but that's here, no there. <laughs> that's neither here nor there i think i do have a photo of one of them uh maybe the clergy in his we'll have to send him the consent form to post well, it. we'll just blur out his face just blur out his face <laughs> oh now that's an idea joey <laughs> now that's an idea here's a text Wait, message i got from selfie of us when i'm like right on his neck you'll have to blur just blur, blur him out <laughs> or just put like another face over his or something yeah here's a text message i got on monday from one attendee Dude, I can't get work done because I'm scratching my damn bug bites. <laughs> Practically bathed in cortisone last night. Forgot to reapply this morning. <laughs> that was unsolicited. He just randomly sent that out on Monday. Dude, I scratch my ankles so much that I've got like two big, like, it looks like I scraped it on pavement, like on my, on my ankles. Uh, blood everywhere in my socks. Like, I'm just, it's a mess. It doesn't itch anymore. It just, like, hurts. Uh -huh. If the sharks had been swarming down there in, in the Carolinas, uh, Jones would have been a, a feeding ground with the blood on his legs from his bug bite. Yeah, well, the, the pelicans were dropping in the water there getting food for a second. And I was like, uh-oh, that's a sign that there, you know, there's yeah. food there and the shark's probably not far behind. Um, but I thought, you know, the trip was great, which inspired us to start thinking about a golf trip. Uh, I've already got an email out to that place that we looked up. I'm trying to get 2023 rates. So we, we talked about a golf trip on the beach uh, and it was like, you know, we should probably do one every year uh, and be all about golf, have some good games going, some good matches, throw a little money in. We stay at like this little resort uh, and play golf for like three straight days or something like that. And uh, just have a blast. And on the way back, I was riding with the clergy on the way back to Charlotte and started to Google doc and just started drafting a sort of tentative agenda. And Jordan and I are collaborating on it uh, and planning it. And we're going to try to invite like 12 or so ish uh, people uh, to come on the trip, which I think is going to be a fun time. Um, and did that place get back with you? Not yet. Um, I know it's kind of getting into busy season for them because there's two golf seasons in North Carolina. You got two peak seasons. You got the, the spring and the fall, and we're kind of getting into 
fall of golf for them. So they, they may be a little busy, um, mm-hmm. but we've got a little bit of time. We set on June or July next year. So we got a little bit of time. Yeah. 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 That's going to be, it's going to be great. And I think what we'll do is just plan it, set a date, book it and whoever can come can come. And you know, that's, that's the way it'll be. Joey hopefully can come. He's probably the furthest away of everyone, but wherever hey, we give me some heads up and I should be able to plan it. June or July of next year. So plan on that. We'll get a date later. All right. Just keep, getting, just keep just uh, keep stealing from American Airlines as much as you can. Hey, it was still, they offered it to me. Offered it to me. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Um, all right, you guys are ready to move on to Did You Knows? Yeah. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we're sticking with uh, Did You Knows about us, and so we we're doing some fun facts. We've just seen you know some Uber facts that we found from. Uh, the internet, which were also great. And now, you know, last week we did Did You Knows About Us. And so we're going to stick with that theme from uh, Joey's girlfriend's recommendation, which I thought was a great one. And so, Joey, how about you go first, man? Yeah, I've just got two quick ones for you guys today. Uh, did you guys know my first job as a kid was actually Little League umpire? Um, I did the nine-year-old division is where they put you, um, which is it's called Bickford for those that live in my area. And um, you got paid 15 bucks, I believe, a game, I think is the number. I could be wrong. I'd have to go look that. Maybe it's 30 a game. I don't know. But um, I didn't last very long, though, to say the least, because I hated the coaches yelling at me. It was mm-hmm. absolutely miserable having coaches yell at you when you miss something or they didn't like something, and I was not good at good, couldn't handle it. Um, so my first ever job, and I was probably, I'm not kidding, 14, 15, 16 years old, um, was that the Little League as a little umpire. Um, and you only did the plate. You never did the bases. So that would also suck. Um, and then secondly, uh, I was my high school's homecoming team. So take that for what it's worth. That's awesome, man. Did So the you were mad at the coaches yelling at you. What about the parents? I feel like the parents are worse. Yeah, that too. I, I'm sorry, I should have enveloped all of that. All of that is, is in there because you got – parents sitting right there next to the dugout you know and then you got the fans obviously down on the other side of the dugout you heard it all um and at, at that age i wasn't equipped to i guess you know uh, blur it out it's not the right word you know t- tune it out i guess is what i'm trying to say so um i just hated it man really did not like it so huh all right that was great joey thanks i think man. you also got a free meal after every game too if my memory serves me correct but yeah 15 bucks and a free meal for yeah. like three and hours worth of work. Probably 30, probably 30. Now I think about it, I have to ask my dad. He'd, he'd remember. Because um, I think then you got a coupon for a hot dog and a drink or whatever. At the when you were that young, did you feel like that was a lot of money? Probably. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, I can buy candy with this now? Yeah. Like, yeah. This is going to be cash. awesome. That's everything. Usually they wrote, it was cash right on the spot, usually, I believe. So. I mean, you can get a lot of combos for 15 bucks. Think about that. Uh, Jordan, you're up. So um, I will keep mine sports related. Um, I I set out on a goal to try to visit all 30 Major League Baseball parks before I turned 30. Um, COVID kind of canceled that and then life took over and I haven't been able to quite complete that. But I've been to 23 of the 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. I've been to 25 stadiums overall. Two of those are no longer in existence. Uh, so I have seven left to do, and then I have seen 
All 30 Major League teams play in a dish, 31 if you count the uh, Montreal Expos, and then I've seen the National League and the American League team play. So that's 33 teams overall. So that's two packs if we'll throw them together there. Um, I'm seven left. I got to try to get those over the next year. What are the seven you have left for everybody to listen to? So I I lack, I'll I'll move, I'll start west and move back east. I I lack the um, Seattle Mariners, um, Kansas City Royals, uh, Houston Astros, Texas Rangers, uh, Milwaukee Brewers, Minnesota Twins, and the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, So really. Rangers and Astros are the only two I can probably parlay together. Maybe Twins, Brewers, but um, got to bring those in. Are you trying to hurry up and get them all done, or are you going to just try to like you know do them? Well, um, as as you start, as you you know, and a lot of other listeners do, once you start having children, um, your your you know plans like that put a little bit on halt, or your life kind of changes. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, those need to be done before I bring life in. Well, Felix has already been to his first game. He went to a Durham Bulls game, so. There you go. Yeah. Just take Toronto, you, you got to let me know when you're thinking about Toronto next year. I mean, it's not far from me. Yeah, I, um, for sure. Would you fly in there or would you drive? Probably fly. I, I, I've heard Toronto's great. Um, I'd it like is. to like, get a couple days out of it. Yeah, no, it's, it, there's enough to do there in a few days. Yeah. You have the aquarium there, too, that's right next to the ballpark, and it's, it's a nice area there, downtown there. And then my, my, my corporate job, we are one of our marketing agencies, a branch of them, are based out of Toronto. So there are, a lot of those guys live up there, too, so they would provide recommendations and might be able to bump into them. So there's a little bit to get out of Toronto. So Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. Toronto seems like a cool spot. What do you uh, got, Jess? Got two. Got two, got two facts about myself here. Uh, did you know that I am now a gardener? How about that? Uh, so I think I probably already mentioned this. If anybody's watching this and they've already you know listened, I think I talked about it in the first episode about my corn or something. But uh, I became addicted to plants probably during COVID or right before COVID or something like that. Got an got a new house and uh, we've got an acre of land here. And I was like, you know, there was a gardener here before. It's like a perfect setup. So I just started throwing stuff in the ground and seeing what would happen. Uh, I'm not great at it still, but I'm a lot better than what I started. Uh, And we have a lot of food to eat (laughs) and it is fantastic. Uh, Tomatoes, peppers, potatoes, um, zucchini, squash. I tried to do corn, been terrible at corn lately. Uh, but yeah, we have a lot of food and it's fresh and organic and delicious. Um, and I've got another one here, fellas. Uh, did you know that I own three companies and I started my first little side hustle when I was in high school, uh, owned this little, I call it a landscaping company, but it's really a, uh, weed eating company. (laughs) Uh, me and JK, Justin Kaiser, he's got a pod too. So shout out the uh, Appalachian, what is it? AI something. What is it, Jordan? Do you know? It's Appalachian something. We got we to get this one right. Uh, I'll go back and look and I'll, I'll put it in their description. Uh, but anyways, yeah, we put out flyers uh, in high school on businesses uh, doors. And my dad owned a pharmacy downtown, which is a pretty highly trafficked place. Uh, being in a small town um so we put flyers up and we had like this little pull tab with my home phone number 
and uh, they pulled pulled it off and called us and uh, had you know five or six or so clients that we mowed yards for uh, in the summers for I think we did it for like two years, uh, but it was pretty decent pretty decent money for a couple of young kids. I probably spent most of mine on like beach nut wintergreen or grizzly or something like that, something stupid. Dude, think uh, if you had merch back then. Did you guys have t-shirts you wear? No, no. We had like this little clip art logo that I made. You know, hey, you could go on Microsoft Word and yeah. have clip art. So I made this like little flyer in Microsoft Word. It was horrible. Like I wish I still had a saved copy of that. Um, but yeah, that that was that was fun times. Uh, so yeah, that probably uh, kickstarted my little little uh, hustle into entrepreneurship. Love it. Yeah. Uh, any anybody's bacon get burned? I've got a I've got a I've got to burn my bacon, Ooh, and I'll say bacon. it again: the dag dag on bugs. I was gonna say that would be that would have been mine. I, I we had a hell of a weekend. I don't I don't think anything burned my. Yeah, bacon I'm pretty at peace. Other than yeah. my golf game, but that's my own fault. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a hundred percent the bugs for me. Uh, horrible. I'm pretty at peace right now. What a great weekend, and then. My better half has her bachelorette party this weekend, so Ooh. I'm probably just going to play golf all weekend. All so. right. Solo. Hey, all Where right. Where is she going, Jordan? Uh, what's that? Where is she going? To uh, Savannah, Georgia. Savannah. Last, it's like molasses. So spilling out of your mouth. Right yeah. when col college is going on right now, dude. It's going to be hopping with college boys. Uh, uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Jordan's going to be able to play golf. He's. I'm, I'm going to be. I can literally play okay. Friday through Monday. So. Yeah. Are you going to play that much, really? Yeah, I'll probably walk nine after. Oh yeah, Labor Day, Labor Day. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably walk nine on on Friday, and then I got a buddy that belongs to Greensboro Country Club, so we'll probably play a couple of rounds, and then I'll figure it out. That's cool. All right. Well, let's get into our super high fives, then, gentlemen. How about it? Cue the music. Cue the music. So we are doing super high five back to school memories. I think we all three have something different in mind on what that means. Uh, but at least mine is the first memories of like the first week of school. And now I will say that this could be elementary school. This could be high school. This could be college. Uh, so either of those. And if you went beyond that, uh, you know, either of those will work or preschool memories. Uh, I don't have any preschool memories, I don't think. Uh, but anyways, I will go first. Uh, number five, going shopping at the Tanger Outlets to buy a bunch of shit at school that I really didn't need. Uh, you know, back to school shopping. I just go buy a bunch of clothes and like, you know, whatever tchotchkes at the time that you thought was going to make you smarter. Uh, but in fact, you really didn't use it much. Um, so going to the Tanger Outlets, we used to go to the ones in like Sevierville, Pigeon Forge area. Uh, sometimes if we were in like Myrtle Beach, you know, we would go to those Tanger Outlets. Um, but yeah, going going to back to school shopping was a memory for myself. And it happened like, you know, every year uh, for me. Um, so number four, uh, let's see, going to high school the first time, like going to my freshman year of high school. Like I was so intimidated for some reason because it was like such a different environment than like going to eighth grade from eighth to ninth. And there were two separate, you know, elementary school 
uh, I think we were, it was like kindergarten through eighth grade at one school. And then we went on to ninth grade at a different school. Um, and so it was just kind of like an intimidating feeling. And I felt super anxious and nervous. You have like the lockers, you know, and all that stuff. And you have to try to figure out which locker's yours. And you have a schedule now. So you're switching between classes and usually just have like the homeroom or whatever. Uh, so that was an intimidating feeling, I remember. But, you know, once you got in there, it was just like a breeze. Uh, and I forget that people will help you and you just have to ask. You know, if you're just like feeling nervous about it, you just ask people and they just like tell you what to do. And it's like, okay, this is easy. Yeah. And for those people that are listening too, I, I learned this weekend that Jones and Jordan's high school didn't have a football field didn't have a gym i mean it had these things but the football field yeah. the basketball gym they played in was at the elementary school yeah wild but sorry continue the f- friends that i played baseball with in college they said the same thing they couldn't believe it they got i got made fun of because we played high school basketball in the elementary school gym oh to add to that too joey our baseball field was at our like dam so like our lake and it was like a 15 drive from the high school that's just nuts to me. But all right, yeah. sorry. Out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, we got made fun of that too when Glenbar came to play in the state playoff. Um, yeah, that was fun. Where's y'all school at? I don't see it. <laughs> there's a, there's <laughs> a story back away. in um, the early, like late 80s, early 90s. Taswell High School came to play Payside uh, in like a regional baseball game, and Billy Wagner was at Taswell, and he like got off the bus and threw up. And then, and like, probably through like a two or three hitter, and even obviously future Hall of Famer. All right, number three for me. Uh, so I was a football player in high school and two a days. Who? That was some of the roughest weeks uh, ever for uh, high school because you're playing. You know, you're practicing a little bit early before school starts. I think it's like a week or two. I can't remember really how long it is. I think you. Um, are strapped for how many times you can practice or when you start practice. I think it was like two weeks, but yeah. uh, practicing twice a day, going hard at it. I start early in the morning, you know, like 8 a.m. Uh, and having like two kind of separate practices, it was really tough. We would practice like three, four hours in the first first half of the day and then go for two the next. Yeah, that was, uh, that was some rough times. Uh, a lot of fun times, a lot of fun memories. The clergy, clergy and I uh, played together. Uh, and so a lot of times we ride to practice together, uh, which is great. And ride back, got in a wreck one time. That was fun too. Uh, and we didn't tell you this, but we had a little fender bender on our way back. Yeah. It was just like a little, just like a little bump, but uh, somebody like bumped into us as we were changing lanes. We had to like pull over and do the whole deal, but uh, nothing happened, you know. So we just kind of went on. Anything. Jesus! Yeah. Wow, He's, I'm glad you're all right. I've, I've yeah. been in a few of those. You just move on. Nothing. nothing. Yeah, it, we, there was like just a little scratch on the car. Their car like had no big, you know, no issues with it either. And it was like, ah, there's no reason to do all this work for just that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah yep. you guys can ask him about that one and just say Joan spilled the beans on it. He might be. He might be trying to forget about it. Got it. Um, let's see. And then two was another deal of like going to school for the first time, but like college. I remember my freshman year of college, I was super nervous too. Uh, Cause you're like, you know, checking into the dorms, you're moving all your stuff. Uh, it's really the first time you're gonna be on your own. 
uh, for you know a few years or the foreseeable future. So it was just like kind of an anxious feeling. But again, it's like if you don't know what to do, just ask people, and they just like help you do stuff. Like here's where you're supposed to go to your dorm. Here's where you go get your schedule. Here's where you do this, that. Uh, so I remember all you know figuring all that out was like a nervous time, and I didn't really know anybody, but I did go to school. Uh, my freshman year was somebody from Hayside, so it made it a little bit easier and we lived together for the first year. Uh, so that made things a little bit better on figuring stuff out. But yeah, that was a, that was a super anxious feeling too. And number one was just like every single year being ex super excited to see all of your friends from the summer. Uh, you know, whether it was elementary, high school or college, just like seeing all of your friends or buddies that you hadn't been able to see over the summer. Um, and it was just like a, you know, a joyful time. Very nice. Sorry guys, I took like all the time here. Uh, how about one of you, one of you gents go, hey? I probably should go next since we both went to the same elementary and high school. Um, yeah, that's good. Number five for me, sports physicals. Um, you always <laughs> got to do those, like literally like a week or two before school. Obviously, I forgot about that. Virginia High School League, I think first day of football practice is always like July 28th. It, it came across my mind as something I didn't do, yeah. yeah. So, Ryan, so Ryan probably had his mid-July. Um, Did I think you get golf. it at the high school? At yeah, high school we usually went to high school or like the local like clinic. Um, well, high school would like do them free. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sports physicals, that was always a memory um having to do those um number four for me is uh even though we lived in the state of virginia uh we did not do our really our our shopping there per se um because there's really nothing around we had to drive to either state of kentucky or state of tennessee so sales tax-free weekend in the tri-cities they always Ooh, do yeah. that sales tax-free right before schools goes back so we would drive the tri-cities which is Bristol, John City, Kingsport, Tennessee. Um, and we would go out there and that would, you would go probably usually to the John City Mall, Bristol Mall, whatever. You get your school stuff. Um, there's also school stuff. Get your school stuff, get your list, buy the Kleenexes and Clorox wipes that the state won't pay for the schools to have. Buy a fancy uh, calculator that you don't, you know, probably really need. What was it the Texas instrument? Was it T I eighty three or the Casio baby? Come on. Yeah, that's it. Graphic calculators. Um, Come on. Number three. This is a bigger thing in college um, than it is in in high school. Syllabus week. Literally, you know mm. that first week of college, you're not doing anything. You're getting the syllabus. Yeah. They're telling you, you know, blah blah blah. As a freshman, it's not as cool as it is after you have like a year under your belt or a semester. You know what yeah. the deal is. Yeah. Um, number two, uh, your your mom taking you to get a new pair of shoes that's supposed to last you throughout the whole year. Um, I feel like every July, early August, my mom always take me to uh, Payless, whatever shoe store, and I got to pick out a pair of shoes, and that was what I was supposed to get through the whole year with. Mm -hmm. um, and then number one, Joe, you'll laugh at this one, but this is true life. Uh, half days. Uh, because Sand Lake Elementary School and Hayside High School did not have air conditioning. So for the first <laughs> month of August and a little bit of September, we only went uh, from 8.15 to around 12.30. Uh, we let out half days because it was so hot because there was no air conditioning. So we went wow. half days for about the first month of school. That's a good memory there. I, I didn't remember that one. 
Yeah. Must be nice. We went about half we went half days because we didn't have any air conditioning. Yeah. I'm with you on syllabus week too. It's like, yeah, you're just gonna go there, the teacher's gonna go over what you're gonna be doing for the rest of the year, give you the piece yep. of paper and you get out of there. Yep. And that, that's funny, Jordan couple of the same things and you guys have talked a couple of things I have um, for me number five is a memory I have of my elementary school uh, my mom always volunteered us and the neighborhood kids to stuff folders uh, you know the first day of elementary school you're getting a folder with all of your like your signed consent forms and whatever forms for the entire year yeah um, for the county etc and we would always stuff those forms in our PE room and and the elementary school and we get pizza um, as, a, as a reward for doing the work so uh, that's a memory I just have, and we did it every year. Even even when I got older, I'm pretty sure we did it. Um, even when I wasn't in the school, because my brother was in the school or whatnot. Um, for me, number four, you guys have talked about it. it's back to school shopping uh, with my mom, uh, whether it be at the Walmart for supplies, the shoe carnival for the buy one get one half off sale. Um, mm. One of those things. Um, I just will never forget going to the shoe carnival. They always have this little basketball game we always play. Um, so, I mean, did you all spend a lot of time on like what shoes you're gonna buy? You just like wanted to have a I, for me, it was whatever fit me. You guys know my feet are big, they're 13s. Yeah. So it was, you know, we used to go to Saxon Shoes, which is a local store in Richmond, but um, then it morphed into Shoe Carnival. I can tell you the name of the store as well. Um, um, for me, I'm trying to go quick here. I only have one percent on my laptop, iPad here, so hopefully, it doesn't die on me here. Uh, number three, guys, with the picture in front of the door in front of your house whenever you were first day of school. Um, nowadays, it's morphed into like put all your kids on the internet thing. You know, first day of school, hold the sign up. I don't think we had held a sign up as a kid. I think it was just the photo was dated, you know, or whatever. Your parents were right on the back of it. Um, we always got mine, or a lot of my memories were right in front of our door as it was shut on the inside. Um, I don't think ours were ever outside. Um, Number two and number one for me are more college related. I went to a larger college school, uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, you never ever heard of it, uh, but no, go Hokies. Uh, go Hokies. But a football, football season, man. Uh, you knew it was time, and usually the first week of school, second week of school, it was a home football game, and uh, you were geared up for that, having a blast. Um, whether you tailgate or watching your dorm, hoping you win the lottery, which was the ticket. As a freshman, when I was there, you couldn't buy take season tickets until you were a sophomore. Big um, German club parties, big time parties there at the German um, club. Um, and then number one for me, guys, was just like again in college. I didn't drink in high school, so was drinking beers, man. Was just having a good time. I always look forward to going back to school, college wise, under twenty one, because I wouldn't really drink when I was at home. Um, but I would know I'd go back to college and I could drink. Um, I got plenty of stories I could tell you. Um, but uh, it was always just drinking, whether it be in the dorms my freshman year or with all my friends, sophomore and junior year. Um, yeah, it was always something I looked forward to and always had a lot of good memories, uh, whether I remember them or not. So um, <laughs> those are my, uh, my uh, high fives. So. I like doing stuff like this because I always forget some things. And so it makes me like really intentionally well, think about it. And that's what I hope our listeners like. It drums up some sort of nostalgia for them that they remember, yeah. and you know, you think about like, hey, what was mine like? And right. for me, it brings up a lot of fond memories. And Jones, probably you as well. I mean, we both lost a parent, but like, it's those yeah. memories that like kind of I drum up and think about. You know, that dude. I, I kid you not. My mom every morning would put out a bowl of cereal, dry cereal for me, and a cup of milk. And I all I'd have to do is pour that cup of milk in my cereal every morning. Oh, um, pro move, not putting it together because then it gets soggy. Yeah. So, but that was waiting for me every morning, guys. Um, That's it's cool. Just a mem memory I have. 
Um, what type or, of cereal? Or watching Saved by the Bell every morning before high school and middle school and elementary school. Or it was Pokemon for a while. Or it was Dragon Ball Z. You know, like those are things that like I could rip off to you guys that like you did it every day. You know. Um, man, we so. watched a lot of Saved by the Bell. Right. Right. Oh man, I would have to always home, on. home from school every day as a sixth grader and seventh grade, eighth grader. I have to page my mother, and then she would call me to make sure I got home. You know, I I dial her page her number. She get a page at work and then call me. Um, but those are just memories of this starts to like drum up for me as, as, as we go here. What but, type of cereal, by the way? Um, it was a rotation, man. Lucky Charms, Captain Crunch. I think those were the two favorite Honey Nut Cheerios probably was rolling, rolling in there as well. Whatever she bought, whatever she poured for me, man, I was spoiled in that regard. I used to love the captain, man, but it would like make the roof of my mouth like raw. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to you too. Oh, Joey's Oh, going. there he goes. We lost him. We'll never know about his Captain Crunch experience if it if it hurts the roof of his mouth. Um, well, since Joey's gone, I guess we'll cut it off here, Jordan. But Jordan, I think we put together a pretty solid episode here, episode six. Yeah. Uh, we made it through it. We made it through your bachelor party. We've been talking about it since episode one. I think maybe since the pilot uh, episode. And we finally got through it. We played a bunch of golf, made a bunch of bogeys. Uh, and only a couple birdies, but damn, did we have a good time? Yeah, we 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 haven't been together in a while, and, and we needed to get it done, and we did. And then we'll all be together in a couple of weeks at at the wedding, and then um, holiday season rolls through, um, and then you know maybe we'll see one another, hopefully before the golf trip. If not, um, uh, yeah. we'll see each other before then for sure. For sure. We got to, we got to try to get it. We got to try to keep it together. Try to keep yeah. everyone. Um, you know, we talked once a trip stops, it's hard to get it going back. So mm-hmm. something that if we can get away for four days, all you got to do is let your significant other to have a girl's trip as well. So that's true. I told um, Kelly, I was like, if you want to do something, I'm all about it. Like just plan it and I'll, I'll take over uh, with Felix. So you do what you got to do. Girl. A little this for that, you know, it's a little pull, it's a little pull negotiation. So or what we do is go down to Lake Lure again and get that big house with the slide that goes yeah. down into the lake. Have you seen that? On yeah, TikTok? we're going to we're going to try to film Grown Ups Three there once we all have kids and uh, they're a little older. We'll try to film the the third the, the third sequel there to Grown Ups. I think that trip would be fun again uh, with Whoa. a bunch of us for a weekend. And that course was great. I thought uh, go there yeah, and play some golf. They got again. two there. They got another one that apparently is better called Apple Valley. It's like as you drove up to Lake Lore. So there's two courses there. Um, a lot of family activities. Plus, there's pl- multiple places like that throughout the state of North Carolina, and, and you know, other places. So yeah, we'll have to see. We'll see if we can. North Carolina is a great state. Yes. Uh, Jordan, it was great to see you, man. It's not the same seeing you over Zoom all the time as it is in person. Right. So I uh, thought we had a blast. It was great to see everybody. Um, and hopefully we get to do it soon. But I say we wrap this episode up. Yep. And uh, we'll see you next time on episode seven. Jordan, I think we're going to try to get him to drink a gallon of milk here pretty soon. Uh, he talked. We talked about it on like episode two. I think we've waited way too long. It's time for him to do the Uh, challenge and our buddy Viewmaster Mike that we've been talking about uh, that hides the baseball cards in the pirate stadium. uh, He is going to be jumping on the pod here pretty soon. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, kind of his journey and how he got started and what he's doing and uh, the reason kind of behind what 
you know, the baseball cards and why he hides them and writes kind notes and everything. Um, so I think that would be pretty cool. And we're just going to keep doing this. We're going to keep recording. We're going to keep uh, engaging with you all every, every week or two. And hopefully we can bring on some good guests here pretty soon. We're trying to grow our following. Uh, so if you don't follow us now on Instagram, go to Why Not Us Media and follow us there. You can also follow us on TikTok at Why Not Us Media. Go to our website, buy some merch at whynotus.media. Uh, that video, Jordan, of the soccer has now got over 5,000 views. So wow. some pretty good content on there. Uh, and we're just going to keep firing content, keep doing this podcast, maybe expand our content on YouTube. Who really knows where this is going, but... We think that uh, we're going to all be able to do this full time here probably in the next few months with your support, obviously. So if you're listening to this, uh, you're the reason why we get to do this. So thank you. Jordan, anything else? Would you like to say anything else to that? We will that- hopefully have everyone has a great Labor Day weekend and a safe Labor Day weekend. We'll catch you next time. Uh, get out there and play some golf, grill some hot dogs, spend time with the family, crack a cold one. That's right. That's right. Uh, So we'll see you next time. Uh, Jordan, tip of the cap. Why not us, man? Why not us? Thanks for stopping by and lending us your ears today. If you like what you heard, check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Why Not Us Media, or stop by our YouTube page, the Why Not Us Media Podcast, or hit up our website at www.whynotus.media.